Welcome, thanks for joining us. You're about to hear a message from our Wednesday night Solid Rock Youth Group service. Solid Rock is a ministry of Living Word Family Church, and if you'd like to know more, check us out on our website at www.livingwordfamily.org. So no matter how reclusive you say you are, or how antisocial you think you are, we all have that deep-seated uh, uh, desire for community, to have people around us, people to see us, to know us, to know about us, to know who we are. I don't care how much you tell me that you don't care, you do. It's ingrained inside of us. Relationships, community, having somebody care about us and, 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 and uh, uh, have a relationship with us, it's all ingrained inside of us. Um, I want to show you in Deuteronomy 31.6. Deuteronomy 31.6. This is what God says. Deuteronomy 31.6. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. And what does he say? He will neither fail nor abandon you. God cares about you. In fact, he goes ahead of you to prepare a way for you. He will never fail or abandon you. God sees you for who you are. God cares about you. As a matter of fact, He cares about you so much. Matthew 10, 30 says that every hair on your head is counted. It says He knows about all the sparrows of the field. He knows about the food that they eat and their patterns and what they do. But He knows the number of hairs on your head that you are more important than any of, uh, any of His other creation. Okay, that verse says that you are more important to him than any sparrow of the field. You are more important. And what is that saying? It's not just saying that you're more important than a specific kind of bird. That's simply saying that you're more important than any other part of creation to him. He desires a relationship with you. He cares about you. God sees you for who you are, even if you're not quite sure who you are. Does that make sense? As we grow up, we're always trying to, quote-unquote, find ourselves. We're trying to discover who we are, what our characteristics are, what our personality is, what our likes and dislikes are. Where do I fit in in this world? Where do I fit in in my class, in my school, in my family, at my job? Where do I fit in? Who am I as a person? As you grow up, the whole adolescent years, the teenage years, whatever you want to call it, and you probably learned this in health class if you haven't already, is literally spent growing and maturing and finding who you are discovering who you are, figuring out who you are and where you fit into this crazy world. But I want you to know that God already sees who you are. As you cry out in desperation for somebody to recognize you, to know you, to see you, to remember you, to want to, to, want to get to know you, God already does. God already does. I love this quote by D.L. Moody. And it says, Moses spent 40 years... Moses spent 40 years thinking he was somebody. He spent the next 40 years learning he was nobody. And he spent the last 40 years discovering what God can do with a nobody. So no matter what you think about yourself, don't you love that quote? Man, I love that quote. He spent the first 40 years, I'm going to break that down just real quick. The first 40 years, what was he, who was he? He was a prince in Egypt, right? He was something. The next 40 years after he ran off and hid in the wilderness... He was, a, he was a sheep herder. He was nobody, essentially, socially. He was nobody. He was cast away, right? And then the 40 years after that, when, the people, when he was used by God to free God's people and take them to the promised land, he found out just what God can do with somebody who's seemingly nobody. So no matter where you think you're at in life, no matter if you even know who you are yet or not, I want you to know that God knows 
who you are. Even if Moses, it took him that long to figure it out, God didn't take that long to figure out who Moses was. God already knew who Moses was. God already had a plan for Moses. I want you to see in Galatians, sorry, I'm firing this off here because I want to have time for our small groups. Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20. I know we have it up there, but I don't find it. Galatians 2.20 Galatians 2.20 says My old self has been crucified with Christ It is no longer I who live But Christ lives in me So I live in this earthly body By trusting in the Son of God Who loved me and gave himself for me So if you're still trying to find out Who cares about you, who loves you that says so much. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. When you are a Christian, you're a believer, you are born again, Jesus Christ lives on the inside of you. So when we're crying out in desperation for somebody to notice us, God has already noticed you. God has already paid a high price for you. God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. More than you could possibly imagine. And Jesus says in Matthew 28, 20, that I am with you always, even to the end of the age. As Jesus sends out his disciples, he said, I am with you always. Teach the things that I've taught you, pass them on, spread them, let people know of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is what? God came to earth to live with us, to live within us, to be the sacrifice for many, to forgive our sins and wash them away so that he can have a relationship with us. So we cry out, don't forget about me, notice me. Know who I am. Come and talk to me. Somebody take recognition of me and of who I am. I want you to know that God already has. You don't have to prove anything to God. You simply have to accept what he's done for you, love him, and spend time with him, build a relationship with him because he already knows who you are, who he has created you to be. God is a big, big God, and he has awesome plans for you. And his plans for you, <clears throat> excuse me, his plans for you are good. Do you know why they're good? Because he knows you inside and out. He knows you inside and out. His word says that even before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew you. So he numbers the hairs on your head. He knows the hairs on your head, and he knows you deeply, personally, and intimately before you were ever even born, before you were ever even thought of, before you were ever a twinkle in your daddy's eye. God knew you. So I want you to think about that. When we break down into our small groups, I want you to think about the God of the universe, the God who created everything that we can see, loves you, knows you. So when I hear that song, I think about somebody who is just wanting to be known, wanting to be remembered, wanting to, be, wanting to have a connection with somebody else. Don't forget about me. Don't you forget about me. Come and see me dancing by myself. I don't want to be alone. Don't forget about me. God loves you. Bless you. Thank you. God loves you deeply and completely. Let's break down in our small groups and let's have some good conversation. <laughs> good conversation. All right. Gather around as we get ready to enter into worship. Hope you guys had some good discussion in your small groups and talked about 
the love of God and how He loves you and sees you for who you are. We don't have to be desperate for attention from God because He already gives us His full and undivided love and attention. We don't have to worry about God if He knows us because He knows every hair on our heads and He's known us before we were ever formed and born. As we worship tonight, I want you guys to keep that in mind that the God of the universe, the God who spoke everything into existence, loves you, knows you, and cares about you. So let's worship together and keep that in mind.